0: Uh, who had cash express posted in your truck
1: i didn't know but i had a pretty good um idea
2: you're the only friend we have that uh does vandalism as a term of endearment
0: i thought it i thought it was on par with the confetti (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it was good it was good took a little you probably had to take them off that might have been annoying no uh, i'm sure it was cute
1: i mean i guess it was kind of annoying it wasn't like it was
0: equally (laughs) annoying and endearing
1: Yeah, it was equally annoying and endearing.
0: Maybe slightly more endearing. It took
1: like 10 seconds to take them off. See, that's not that annoying. I'm still sweeping up your confetti. Yeah, that's not that annoying. It's taken you years. It took me seconds. (laughs) I've never recovered. I went easier on you. Thanks. Um, And I particularly enjoyed that the post-it notes were Cash Express.
0: Yeah, I just happened to have those in my car.
1: (laughs) We have a lot of those at our office, too. (laughs) And so, like a detective, I was just like, who has Cash Express post-it notes?
0: Oh, you thought it was someone at your I office? thought it was possibly someone
1: in my office. So I launched an investigation. Oh, good. <laughs> who here
2: appears to have the worst personal finances?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I said, it's either somebody I work with or somebody who cashes checks at the Cash Express <laughs> or an employee at the Cash Express who has a crush on me or something. You never know. You're holding out. Hope oh, so for that this hour. sent
0: yeah. you on a long journey. I
1: told you I launched an investigation, and when you launch an investigation, ah, you can't so rule. Happy. You can't rule anything out. You all can options. leave no stone unturned. You can leave no stone unturned. So,
0: did I send you the pick too soon?
1: No, uh, no. I had already, you know, after I ran through all the possibilities in like 15 seconds. A minute after seeing it, I was like, "That eh, Tanya did that." That's Tanya.
2: No <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, he brought <laughs> no me in. Way. I said, "That's a Turner
1: job." <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, okay. Good. Um, my calling card.
1: Yeah. No. Uh, so it was. It was. Um, it was good.
2: You should have fucked me. Should have Tom- been like, "Hi, I'm a cute girl. Here's my number."
1: Tom rearranged the. So you had put the post-it notes to say HBD exclamation point, and Tom mm-hmm. rearranged them to say HIV positive. No way. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. It's, it's, it's
2: a little funny. So- oh little God. sophomore humor. Hey, God. folks, I'm here to say that it's
1: funny. Oh, my God. A
2: little sophomore humor.
1: <laughs> That's why it's funny. It's not funny for AIDS. It's funny because so you, it's a you, sophomore joke. So yeah. you
0: didn't see it until it was HIV positive?
1: No, I sorry. I, when I brought Tom in to the investigation, I said, "Step in my office. I have to have a word with you." <laughs> and then we looked around and we closed the blinds real quick. I was like, "Take a look at this. What do you make of this?" And he said, "You know, Did what? You show him a picture." Uh, no, no, no. We were at the truck. We were at the cur- s- cri- the uh, the scene uh, yeah. of the crime.
0: I imagine curtains. Everybody, oh, yeah, we
1: had we, we had taped it off, and people were walking by, <laughs> and we were like, "Don't come any close to this. is a crime scene." And he, and he said, "Step back, people. Step back." Yeah, he looked at it and he was like. Oh my God! My God! God. (laughs) What kind of animal? What kind of animal would do something like this? (laughs) And um, and so yeah, and then he started rearranging them, and that's what we came up with. HIV positive. Um, We were HIV positive. That it was you. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) 10-4
0: <laughs> Ten four, God, We are We are off to a banner start here, friends <laughs> we were What are you talking pub? about? That's a real good oh, God. <laughs> God, Jesus
1: Maybe I can go into the old man who lives in your stairwell now I had a bit where I, the old man who lives in your stairwell Was going to plug us on Patreon But what we should do is we'll record that Yeah That's a I have this thing Every time I walk into Tom's apartment Uh
0: Arrow I, jumps off the steps above you. Well,
1: I pretend to be an old man, and I'm like, hello, <laughs> hello, because you can't see anybody as they're walking in the first <laughs> whatever minutes. He thinks one day I'm going to bite on it. You're trying. He thinks <laughs> <man> one <laughs> day he's going to be tricked. He's going to be like, oh, my God, an old man just walked in my house. <laughs> an old man on the stairwell. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Tommy. <laughs> Last night I was leaving, and I was pretending like I was talking to him. I was like, he was like, hello. And I was like, oh, they're all upstairs. if you want to go hang out? And he was like. Oh, all right. I, happy birthday! <laughs> <He was> like, <laughs> oh shit, I lost happy my mind. Birthday. Anyways, okay, so we just lost a bunch of audio, but that's all right. We'll. Um, we
0: didn't lose a bunch.
1: Just... Well, we launched the. We lost the part where we were setting Introduce up. the show. We were setting up <laughs> yeah. the conversation, the parameters of the conversation today.
0: Well, you were about to say two big things happened, but I'm sure you were going to miss that I was quoted in an article <laughs> trashing Hillary, <laughs> using the word goddamn. I've got to rein it in. What? I've got to rein in my language. Or when people quote me, they could, you know, massage it a bit. Well,
1: whose who's article? What article?
0: Elizabeth Cat had an article published um, talking about Hillary's foul moves one after another, and she quoted me.
1: <laughs> a tweet <laughs> from, the,
0: from the podcast?
2: Oh, an article. No, um, an article.
0: She had an article published today. And you're mad about being quoted with God damn. I'm I'm fine to be quoted, but it could you know, it didn't need it really. Well here's here's
1: (laughs) But you said it. (laughs) You emigrate in a public media. I know,
0: but if I had written it out to be put in a magazine, I would not have said goddamn
2: I'd be honored to be quoted anywhere. If fucking National Review called me and quoted me completely out of context, saying like all manner of (laughs) slurs I'd still be a little
1: honored. (laughs) But the things we say on this podcast are quotable. I'm afraid to tell you both. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've... I've tried to tell y'all back this back around yeah, episode it's, six it's a or good seven. Reminder,
0: it's a good reminder to uh, keep my I'm wits st- about me.
1: I'm <laughs> still waiting for my ship to come in.
0: I did recently go back and listen to episode five, and it was good. We were doing good. That's one of my favorite then. episodes. Yeah, I know, me it's too. It's underrated. It's a great episode. Episode yeah. five, go all right
1: back. But enough about us, enough about you. I want to talk about, like... <laughs> Enough about your birthday. <laughs> I want to talk about like the uh, the shit going on. All right. We're gonna tee this up to use a sports metaphor. we can we and call am I'm, I'm,
0: the name of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're truly teeing it up.
1: We need a segment called teeing it up. Tee-in it up.
0: <laughs> Here it goes. We're, We're starting it right stupid. now. <laughs> Uh, Any day now, our Patreon page is going to zero out. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like yeah, they
1: they peaked at episode nine. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, no, it's good. It's that it's it's really good. Um. So the FBI
2: launched a probe into the NCAA this week,
1: right? With uh,
2: the allegations being, or the evidence that they thought they had collected being that uh, shoe reps. Notably, at Adidas, we're paying recruits, high school kids, to go to schools, most notably Louisville. Um, yeah, to go play for their schools. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it's kicked off a of firestorm. Rick Pitino, who used to be the coach at University of Kentucky back in the nineties,
0: used to be that for good? yeah. Oh, you said UK.
2: Yeah, and yeah, and. Also, used to be, (laughs) as of two days ago, used to be the coach at the University of Louisville. Yeah. And uh, he's not the only one implicated. There's also Syracuse. There's also Arizona. And then, you know, the feeling amongst the sports punditry is that the hammer's fixing to come down on the granddaddy of all of them, the Teflon Don, John Calipari, which is never going to happen. Really? There's rumors that that's. No, I mean, people are just like. Calipari's kind of like the poster boy for cheating in college, right? Just because he's like better at it than everybody, and everybody hates him for it, right? Is that
0: why he just made a visit to Hal Rogers?
2: That's why he's he's, and I gave I take points away from him from this. That's why I suggested we call this episode "The Unexamined Team Is Not Worth Rooting For." We're going to examine the team.
1: Are you going to renounce your fandom for?
2: No, no I'd never the do fuck that. No. I'd never do that. What's
0: wrong with you, Longhorn <laughs> crazy bastard? Marco
2: Rubio is our coach. I still cheer for the cats, but
1: yeah, I want to talk about fandom. Anyways, we can. We're. I think we're going to. We'll get back to that.
2: So yeah, coincidentally, Cal Perry's also coaching the congressional uh, basketball game this way. You know, there was like a baseball game. Steve police yeah. got shot. at. Guess whose side he's coaching? Guess <clears throat> you I don't, don't want to hear it. Just go look at his Instagram. Who he's been catting around with the last few days? Who? Marco Rubio, Andy Barr, Rand Paul, Mitch McConnell, Hal Rogers.
0: It's all Coach Cal. Steve Scalise. Right, ah. he's coaching, he's coaching,
1: the, coaching GOP. the Republicans. Yeah, yeah. He's coaching the fucking Republicans. How's that? How's that make you feel? I betrayed, a little, <laughs> a little lied to. Him. You know. Yeah.
2: See, I always thought Cal notoriously crosses all of his T's and dots all of his I's like he gives huge amounts of money to both Democrats and Republicans see like he goes he, when I was at the Clinton Foundation he spoke at CGI that year which was a yeah. little cool, surprising they'd have a college basketball coach like giving give him this big like TED talk like thing <laughs> <clears throat> and um, yeah to see that is a little yeah, it doesn't feel good but you know that's what these guys do you know he's he's uh, the highest paid state employee so you know he holds court with shitheads like Matt Bevan and Hal Rogers. You know he spoke at the oh yeah he SOAR did. Conference in Pikeville a few weeks. ago. I forgot about a month that. Month or two ago, whatever that was.
0: Do you think he is? He considers himself picking a winning team right now. He thinks the Republicans are winning.
2: Well. Here's the oh, line. that's, that's
0: a good question. Feels. That's a good. Is this there is a man deeper? A, this man m- meaning? is notorious for picking a winning team. <laughs> well, is he not? <laughs>
2: also, hey, if he's uh, or making one, if he's the subject of an FBI investigation, you could do worse than to be coaching the party
1: that controls every lever of government right now. <clears throat> but, um, but it kind of does feel like they're also losing in the sense that like they're just totally melting down. Oh yeah, you know, like it was interesting that um. I mentioned that we might talk about it. I don't want to get that into it, but uh, that runoff between Roy Moore and Luther Strange in Alabama. Um, all of the Republicans, like McConnell, and, and uh, McConnell had sort of convinced Trump to back uh, Luther Strange, and the whole like GOP establishment got like rallied around him, and he wound up losing to yeah. this to this like insurgent Republican who was like.
0: Insurgent.
1: Yeah, who was like it was like <laughs> Mitch McConnell better run and hide, you know what I mean, like saying that kind of uh, shit.
2: Oh, is that Luther Strange that Roy, Roy, Moore. Moore. Roy it's
1: Moore. Roy D. It's Roy D. Mercer. Because it- <laughs> how big a boy are ya? <laughs> you remember those now that's a prank that's yeah. some prank now, how calls. How big a boy how are big a yeah. boy are you? I Roy D. <laughs>
0: Jesus. <laughs> My uncle had that CD, and oh, he Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: God. God. When
1: I worked <laughs> on the street crew at the city, all those boys would play that all day. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was good stuff.
1: Anyways, it, so like, they're totally melting down. Um, but they're, I don't know. You know actually, yeah, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't use the superlative. They're totally melting down. But it does feel like um, McConnell keeps taking, he had a terrible week, you know? He um, took some L's. He to took use a sports. Uh, my man took some L's. Yeah. Some very big L's. And um and that's pretty new. I mean, that's pretty crazy. I mean he, they have control of all of the lev- levers of government and he's still it Seems like Mitch McConnell's
2: batting a thousand under Obama and then, <laughs> as soon as he is he gets the reins, they've been You know they've it's, just been chubbing it.
1: It's interesting because when's the last time the Republicans had a had total domination of all um, the Bush years, I guess. Branches of government.
2: The Bush years. They even had the Supreme Court. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Uh, it's but- kind of like in uh, in nonprofits that we're so familiar with. One time an old boss of mine asked a uh, millionaire for like a million or two dollars. And she laughed and said, you wouldn't know what to do with it if I give it to you. They don't know what to do with it.
1: Yeah. They got and they don't know well, what to do. Well, here's the, here's what I'm starting to wonder. If it, if it's like if the reason why it sort of worked during the Bush years was because they had this thing to rally around, like war <laughs> and the Patriot Act, you know, mass surveillance and but And now they're sort of like imploding. I mean, like cuz they are the most craven individuals in American politics, you know. They're total sociopaths. So and they are so it seems like they're just sort of like eating each other alive right now. Um yeah, they 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 flew a little too close to the sun, I guess. <laughs> I mean,
0: they sound. I mean, they agreed to a healthcare debate. They agreed to debate someone against they, they agreed giving to step people in their healthcare. And
2: they're like Muhammad Ali. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, just, I can't
0: believe they even agreed to it. Right. Like
2: two of them couldn't dust him. Right. Yeah.
0: What What are they gonna say? <laughs> all they all they can hang their hat on is long lines and fucking I don't even know what the fuck. Just craziness. So
1: so so yeah, maybe coach Cal isn't picking the winning team. Maybe this is the beginning of his downfall. Maybe this is his first bad move. Maybe his but, first wrong but step.
0: Cal's under FBI investigation? You no, say? he's not. Not, oh. yet.
1: not
2: yet. Not yet. I don't yet. even think Patino A lot of people- is. Or is he yeah patino is patino he better goddamn it, be patino, he was over a
0: sex ring
2: patino no this has nothing to do with that that's that's the other thing i want to talk about
0: i know that's the whole big thing i, I mean for months since it's all popped off i've been like why the fuck is louisville playing why the fuck is rick patino on the court why patino the fuck has been fired him? six months yes ago. he should have been rolled out of this country on a fucking rail right. why the fuck he should be in jail yeah. i mean and i rarely say people belong in jail i fucking hate jails we don't even do <laughs> jails we no, you tie his ass to a horse, slap it, and send it on out to the fucking yeah. creek. He needs to be up the literal goddamn creek.
2: I think people forget that. It doesn't matter if a child is six foot eight. It's still a child, and you probably shouldn't be arranging sex. Yeah. Sex workers for <laughs> 16-year-old boys. Dear it's not God, a good look. But mighty. that wasn't what did it. Yeah.
0: I know. Well, what, of course not. Of course it wasn't.
2: What's funny, it was explained to me thusly, and I, I don't know why this would be punitive. But apparently the issue at bar here is that when... Okay, the feds, the timing of this is curious because they've waited until the college signing period is over where kids, recruits, sign their letter of intent to go to colleges, which are like contractual obligations saying, I will come here and play whatever, da-da-da for this. Right. And in that letter of intent says, I also will not take gifts, money, uh, even like transportation, whatever, whatever. And once they signed that, they were in violation because they were defrauding state universities, like government entities. Right, right. At that point, because they actually had like this audio tape of the infamous Coach Number Two, which has been identified as Patino, talking with this Adidas rep. And what's funny is on the videotape, on the tape, the Adidas rep refers to him as the big swinging dick.
0: (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. He is so fucking sick. <laughs> I idolized this man. Yeah, yeah. This, is why, my dad this is why you did. shouldn't have heroes. Because my dad did.
1: Interesting. Is it time to talk about fandom yet?
0: No. You sit tight.
1: <laughs> well, we'll get back. We'll circle back. Well, stick
0: your goddamn roll. Stick here. a pen in
1: fandom.
2: Okay. Just, stick a, stick I don't, a, don't have anything profound to say about it. But yeah, Continue. Well, there's, a, there's, there's some connections, though. Um, so, anyway, basically. This Adidas rep says, here's how you get players, and give me who you want. And the kid in question, Brian Bowen, <clears throat> signed, with Louisville, signed to play with Louisville, and apparently he was paid $100,000.
1: Right. And he was also, and we talked about this last night, there was an agreement that he would continue... Once he got to the pros, once he got to the pros, he would be like Adidas's player. He would be okay. an Adidas player, yeah. yeah.
0: Which I don't have a beef with these boys getting paid. None whatsoever. None. No.
1: Well, this is my this is
2: my argument. This is my argument. These kids are getting fucking scabbed out anyway. I mean, not even scabbed out. Like, they're. I mean, it's like. You know, I mean, like obviously they have good job prospects later well, on if in terms sh- of.
1: If, it's like I was saying last night. If you strip it down to its bare essentials, they're literally playing for free, and people are making millions, billions, billions. of dollars off of that, right. and that is literally slavery. I don't have. There's no other yeah. word for it. So, <laughs> so when, remember what's the other? There's the, what's the other exactly? Part? Where's Rem- yeah?
0: Remember when um that the coach, the pro, uh, the NFL coach got caught um, telling his girlfriend not to bring black people to his games. Yeah. What was his name? That was,
2: no, that was uh, the NBA owner. NBA, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Clippers owner. uh, Yeah. What's his name? Sterling. Donald Sterling. Well,
0: when they kicked his ass out, like, pulled, he's not allowed to own anymore, right? Frank X. Walker, the honorable, the brilliant Frank X. Walker said, uh, a plantation owner has been expelled from the cotton fields. (laughs) That's what he said yeah. about the whole thing.
2: Well, David West said that, too, who who plays for the Golden State Warriors. He said, like, sports is, like, at some level, a reinforcement of plantation politics. Mm-hmm. And I tend to think that's great. Cr- I mean, like, I, I came out of that world. Like, I worked at a school. It was a Division one school, not a very big one. Might have been my alma mater. Might have not have been. But if we were paying players, and here's the recruit. I mean, here's, like, I mean, just the real dirt. These kids... Get sold on, come here, we'll give you X thousand dollars. And it perfectly mirrors that stuff. These coaches, like, over-recruit kids, and when they can't, you know, perform how they think they should perform, they pull their scholarships. So they make these commitments to them, they pull their scholarships. My point is, let's quit fucking acting like they're students.
1: Well, yeah. They're workers. And, and it's like we were talking about last night, the NCAA literally owns their likenesses. Oh, yeah. Like, we do you remember this a few mo- maybe it was a few years or months ago? I can't remember. It was like a backup kicker for South Florida or some shit. Like had his own YouTube channel. Um, I guess he was like a vlogger or something. He had yeah. his own YouTube channel, and the NCAA said he had to stop because oh, because they own his likeness. Yeah. He was making money off of his.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's fu- it's the same thing. if It's a some, literal ownership. It's the yeah. same thing if if you're in the military, a soldier. Yeah. if a soldier gets sunburned, they can be fined and charged with really, really? <laughs> yes yes my roommate in college got severely sunburned in iraq and they charged him with Damn. um damaging government property
1: Damn, that sounds like a conspiracy theory is that i don't right? know, I don't know. Like an urban <laughs> he got he, his, ass, like an urban his ass got in deep <laughs> shit
0: because <laughs> well, he was in deep shit we'll,
2: we'll go the tape on that Oh um, well, yeah I got the tape <laughs> uh anyways you were making a point um well, and anyway, you, what I was saying is, like, there's all kinds of ugly shit that goes on with this. A lot of it racist, okay? Because yeah. who's a disproportionately affected? Young black men, okay, and women, you know, and women. But the the thing about it is, is that the profit centers are these young black men that we bring in that are generating millions, and sometimes billions, actually billions, if you you know you're thinking about apparel revenues, video game revenues, TV contracts, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have this organization, the NCAA, that lays out all these sort of draconian policies. It's like, if uh, if me and you wager a, a, uh, a fucking meal, you can be fine for that. When I was a, at that, home, I don't care to tell it now because, like, you know, Coach Donitzel is, you know, he's, you know, famously out of the game now. <laughs> now. But Coach Donitzel, who was, you know, got in trouble at t- because of all this academic fraud stuff a couple of years ago, was the coach I worked on. <clears throat> and we had a player who had a year he plays for this, like, he's guy under mid now, he's a multi-millionaire NBA star. And his mother had just had, I don't know if it was a kidney transplant or a liver transplant, but she had, like, severe lupus, and, like, you know, like, had spent every penny she fucking had, you know, trying to stay alive and all this stuff to see could go to the NBA. And I, I, I reckon that she's alive and still doing well today. Um... But to see him play in the NCAA tournament, Coach Blanis paid for her airfare and her, her hotel room, and the NCAA <clears throat> crowd foul and said, "Nope, you can't do that," and he got an infraction over stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, so paying just, for his mom's hotel room? Yeah, this woman was like a sick woman that was gonna wanted to see her son play because she thought she had like you know a year to live. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so like, what I want to know is this like, <laughs> oh, that's a great feel-good story, but let's get down. There. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, well, I guess what I, was, what I was gonna say is, just, like, how do you change it? Because it's like, it's it's, um, because like, as fans, we participate in it. But I also don't believe in the very neoliberal notion of just boycotting things because that changes nothing. It changes nothing. Like, or, you know what I mean? Like individual boycotts, they do they change absolutely nothing. So it's just like, but at the same time, as fans, we also do have a sort of some degree of leverage um, in in our buying power, I guess. But You what, know?
0: UofL fans should be irate. Like, they should have been demanding. Well, I mean,
1: like, of the system itself. I mean, because, yeah, like, I'm the UofL the thing is just like, so we were talking about this last night, like, who's the victim in the UofL thing? There. Is, I mean, can you name it? Who is it?
0: Um. Well, I would, uh, didn't, women came forward. Women came forward and were like, yeah, this horrible, all this awful Oh, well, shit. no, 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 That's on? not
2: what I'm about, talking about. About the, uh, yeah, about the, like the, the whole. That's
0: what no, I'm no, saying. I'm talking... NFL should have been freaking oh, yeah. out. Or yeah. UofL fans should have been freaking the fuck out about my, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My question, what I want to know, your literal expertise, Tom, is why can't they get, why is there not an angle there that they, why has he not come down for that already?
2: Oh, that, um, no, they, they swept that under the rug. But see, the thing is, is uh, to me. The whole child sex ring at Louisville seems more punitive than, like, this, like, players taking money. That seems more, like, institutional to me. But I guess their argument is that these are state institutions, therefore they're government institutions, government-funded, and so that they are subject to federal law and state law. Like, the, like like, the idea of paying in, players. So, like, what this boils down to is it's not, like, the stuff that's going on at Louisville now is not an NCAA issue. Like, the NCAA doesn't, like, I'm sure they would care, but I'm saying, They like, can't
0: weigh in on a child sex ring?
2: No, they can do that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Patino was like, Patino got a slap on the wrist. I think they got banned from postseason play this year, maybe.
1: When you say child sex, you mean the prostitutes were children? No, no the, the players. players. Okay. Like the recruits. Okay. They were, they were arranging sex <laughs> right. for underage kids. But I think yeah. you, it's important to, <laughs> to tell the listeners. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, no. I think what what happened they didn't they pull Louisville's championship banner from 2013 over that, and they got so I didn't many think games. They pulled the
0: banner. I didn't think they pulled the. Yeah, banner. I think
2: they did. I mean, like oh. he definitely got punished for that. But it. But to me, what what you're talking about seems more like like punitive than like what the feds this whole federal probe now. you know what yeah. I mean? Seems like he should be like.
0: So he has he has been under federal investigation for the.
2: He wasn't under federal investigation for the child sex ring.
0: Right. He's, he's been under. He but is now.
2: He is now for this, like, the Adidas reps paying his recruits yeah. off, which and he was complicit in. And how did that surface? In.
0: How did this come out?
2: So, the FBI comes out two
1: days ago and basically says you, that. You know how they found out about this? Huh. They were They had pinned somebody in an SEC case. Um and he was just like well in exchange. Out? Yeah, he was like, Well, in exchange for a like lesser sentence I know some in I know some crazy oh, shit that's going wow. on with Adidas and the and a couple of universities. Oh, that's man. that's how the, the that's how the FBI got put onto it. In the it's first always place. a fucking rat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God yeah. damn.
2: That shit happens. I mean when, when Coach T kicked off a TS and how he got caught was there was this guy, my dad, who I knew, who I did this guy's job for him, literally. Like I did all of his film scouting for him, with Bird, like all this stuff. Like, then he gets to go to Tingis and make three hundred thousand a year, and he ends up flipping on would because they didn't wipe the metadata and they were getting like it's always the metadata. So people were writing papers for all these players and doing their schoolwork like all over the country. But Adam, who wouldn't trust us, so fucking stupid that he didn't consider IP addresses, all this kind of stuff. The NCAA gets that. It's like, oh, so you were getting these kids eligible in Kansas? Like he was doing his classes in Texas? He was doing his classes in uh, May King, Kentucky? (laughs) You know, like all this kind of stuff. And so when the heat came down on him, he just gave up everybody.
0: Well, so... Rolled on them. Rolled
2: on them.
1: Yeah. Well, so, like, when I'm... So, what I was trying to get at was that, like, you have this, what looks like to me, um, an institution that looks a lot like slavery. Um, Like, first of all, like, there should be more moral outrage about that, I guess is what I'm saying. I I don't understand why there isn't. I mean, to me, it's it's just so blatant and... um, it's just such blatant exploitation. And I guess, you know, Tom was, you know, we were talking about this last night. It's just like, oh, well, people say that, like, people are like, oh, well, they're getting a degree in return and stuff. You know, they're getting a scholarship in return and all this. And it's just like that. that is not even remotely commensurate to the billions of dollars these fucking vultures at the NCAA are making. Yeah. But, like,
0: so, like, but even. It's capitalism.
1: Right, 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 right. But I'm saying that, like, how do you be, like, an ethical um, consumer of that, I mean, there's no such thing as ethical consumption, but you know what I mean. Like, how do you like if you're trying to change it? We've got to do something about it.
0: How do we remedy that? How do we square with this as fans? Well, I'm saying that like we
1: do have some degree of leverage again as like consumers, as people who pay. Also, in in the ter- in the sense of like UK is like an actual government entity of the state right. of Kentucky. Um, John Calipari, we forget, is the highest-paid state employee. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, it feels like we have some degree of fucking leverage to actually try to, like, or I don't know. Well, well I mean, most well,
0: states, most of the United States' highest-paid employer is a, bas- is a coach. Not basketball, <laughs> right. but a coach. Right. Mostly it's a pro coach. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. So, yeah, and then, you know, like, the University of Kentucky, and this is hard for me to really say, I mean, because you kind of want it like when it's your own rooting interest, you kind of want to sweep it under the rug. But the coal industry, which has done more to destroy <laughs> people's lives uh, in the state, has a wholesale sponsorship of the basketball program. Yeah. They called the damn dorm where the, where the basketball players stay the, the coal Wildcat Lodge. Coal Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. And it prompted Wendell Barry, your buddy. I'm there, Tanya. Uh-huh. Wendell and pulled James Hall. pulled all pulled of their, their papers. papers from. They the, canceled their season tickets to basketball.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: All this shit.
0: And this was all because of Joe Kraft.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, he's he,
0: he's the one that put the money up. So it was an actual. It wasn't, you know. And often, I think when we say the coal industry, it becomes this just big monolith that no one can put a face or a name to. Joe Goddamn Kraft, who owns the who owns Alliance Coal, which has most of their mines in Western Kentucky, mm-hmm. ponied up all the money for that lodge. Yeah, and that's
2: it's friends that's of coal at like the friends of coal. Yeah, it's right he, out front. Yeah. yeah,
0: and he was at that time because this happened in maybe like five, six years ago.
2: Billy Gillespie's last year Up before Cal got there is When he built that 38 million dollars Yeah That's not
0: At the time uh, Bill Bissett No That's the seed guy Bill Is it Bill Bissett? No
1: The coal association guy The coal association guy The dude before him I can never remember his last name Bill Bill something It was a Bill something He He was was the guy that had like the
2: He's like his offices were beside Joel's in West Virginia. Remember, when I signed that. In? He had like yeah. no. This was
0: so the that guy that he was the Kentucky Coal Association. Yeah, he was and like the him and Joe Kraft were like this. Joe Kraft was on like the Friends of Coal fucking yeah. committee or whatever the right. fuck. These are actual human shit logs.
2: Yeah, this is going to be hard for a lot of people to understand, but just go look at Google Friends of Coal and make your own inferences. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: make with it what you will. Yeah. Yeah. These are, I mean, today we had a bunch of people in the studio or in the theater watching movies, and Benny said it in a really um, perfect way. In this state, and maybe everywhere, there is no media accountability. And that's how we got Friends of Cold. There was no media accountability at all here, and they were able to say whatever the fuck they wanted, and they launched an entire PR campaign called Taxpayer of Cold. Funded. Taxpayer Propaganda Funded. campaign. PR campaign to. To flip the narrative from worker versus company to company and worker are, versus are regulation against
2: everybody, else, environmentalists, inv-
0: yeah. regulation, regulation, yeah. the government, incredibly flip, successful, incredibly successful. Um, yeah, they should probably be teaching these tactics in schools, maybe. Or Coca
1: Cola,
2: yeah. or Apple, or whoever. Well, should probably. It, sign it's like all
1: the yeah. pathologies they plugged into with that campaign is really, honestly. It was a lot of what you saw during the Trump campaign. I mean, it really precipitated the Trump campaign in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um.
0: When I left for college in 2004, there was not a Friends of Cole. I had never seen a Friends of Cole sticker. Mm. I did not know what that was. And then, you know, I come home for summers and whatever the fuck. I'm home a little bit. and More and
2: more ubiquitous. More
0: and more. And eventually I just, like, realized three or four years later while I was in Richmond where you didn't see this as much, that it was just, it was like an ocean. It was just like an ocean of friends of coal bullshit and like all these stickers, like coal keeps the lights on, la la la. Like all this popped up in like a two year frame. Like it was just like that. It was like almost overnight.
1: Yeah. It's pretty crazy.
0: Nuts. Anyway, the whole point is that a lot of that money got spent that they made around this got kind of funneled to... Um, UK. UK. And they used UK. Also, Friends of Cole would sponsor UK games. And so you'd be watching live. They still
2: do. They still, still do. do. You yeah. see the little flipping board where the scores yeah. table is. It yeah. says, Cole Keeps the Lights On Still.
1: It, it's yeah. not just... Kentucky it's Alabama I think it's you know there's other schools in the south they do that with yeah,
0: yeah. but for a while I re- cuz I remember didn't Sierra Club sponsor a UK game one time they they ponied up a ton of money you remember this i can't remember it's a few no. years ago because used to like when they when 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 uh Kentucky first started kind of selling out like not selling out but Selling out, <laughs> saying you can you can sponsor a whole game. UK
1: used to be they were more cool back then before they had sold out.
0: I mean they they like they they fixed this um, PR campaign to say you can you can sponsor a whole UK game and these are all the things you get. And when it first popped off, it was like over fucking. I mean every commercial, every inch of the court. I mean it was just fucking nuts. And finally yeah. they realized that was a little too much. We're gonna rein this in. And so now it's like a flipboard and blah blah blah. But yeah. um, Um, I remember watching a UK game years ago and it was just like wall to wall forensic hole it was was, couldn't couldn't separate the two
2: yeah oh totally and then you know who else Papa John Schnatter like all these people that are just like completely unfriendly to workers like the most egregious examples of that yeah are all over that shit Papa John yeah
0: Oh papa. Anywho, this got us off track slightly, but it's good for context, I think. No,
2: I think I think you yeah, think it's necessary. But um yeah, so I think the whole issue at Bar is uh I don't I don't this is you know, this is be I don't see anything wrong with you know, you can say what you want about these runners and sneaker companies and they they're paying their workers. Uh so Who's it? You know, like who like whoever these like AAU people, these runners, these agents, these shoe companies, whatever. They're paying oh. kids, you know.
0: To make them money.
2: To make them money. Yeah, well, it's- Which is more than the NCAA can say.
1: Well, it's like what we were saying last night. It's still, It still has this paternalistic dimension to it because, like we were saying earlier, one of the parts of the deal was when you get to the pros, you rep Adidas. Yeah. It's still like we own you. Yeah. i mean like the term wage slavery has been i mean is like controversial i don't know i don't know who considers it controversial or not but i mean that's pretty much what it is yeah. you don't you are no, you don't have control over your own circumstances even your entirely... own brand
0: right you all we joke your about own brands, br- your brand and
1: likenesses is owned by someone yeah,
0: else it's bizarre to me that they shut down somebody's youtube page it's just like
2: yeah Oh, there's, I mean, it's, it's wilder shit than that. When, well, I, was, I was going to tell a story about uh, whenever I was working at home, we had to sit through this NCAA compliance workshop. It was like four hours long. We had to watch this video that fucking Clark Kellogg narrated about, oh God. and it was called Don't Bet On It. It was basically, <laughs> there was like a, a, one video called Don't Bet On It. It was all about like how the NCAA is against gambling and everything. And at that, at that time, I was the campus bookie at Moorhead. Like I was working for the men's basketball team, and I was taking bets on everything from fucking snooker and darts to fucking NFL.
1: Is the thing said in this episode going to land you or anybody in a in libel the don't a matter? Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, like personally, could he be like, "I'm suing the Trailblazers for spreading all this defamatory"? No, he didn't know. I'm just telling my story. Now he yeah. didn't know. No, he did not know this at all. Now this
2: is not on him. Nice. But the funny part <laughs> under, is under 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 the radar. Yeah. So what's funny is uh, Clark Kellogg's telling this thing, and he's like, so you and your buddies are in the gym, and you say, you know, we're going to shoot this out, and if, you know, I lose, then you're going to buy me a -A?" Chick-fil-A. There's, like, all this weird product placement. Like, that just so happens to be NCAA partners sprinkled in this video. Yeah. (laughs) Then it goes, now the one guy you all want to avoid as athletes is the campus bookie. And everybody knows who the (laughs) campus bookie is, and every fucking player turned around and looked at me... (laughs) It died laughing and didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like I was getting these I was trying to get these guys to take a dive against like fucking like university yeah. and shit like that. It didn't work out. They wouldn't do it, but hadn't had the money to do it, make it happen. But uh Oh
0: my god.
2: But uh anyway, uh the NCAA it's just so it's just, you know f- you know, for all Cal's warts about like palling around with Republicans and like all his like pro-coal shit, which in a way I kind of understand Cal's the son of West Virginia coal miners. That's why this partnership with UK is kind of a match made in heaven, but I don't think he gets, you know, sort of the real-life dimensions to this. And if his dad was an Italian immigrant mining coal in West Virginia, I'm sure that he's probably seen some of this. You know, I'm sure his dad's probably paid in script at some point or something <laughs> like that. I don't really know what the company towns really looked like in West Virginia. Well, He's, they had them, he's but.
0: bought the shift, the narrative shift, where it used to be minor versus company, now it's like minor and company versus everybody yeah, else. and
2: those are just the old days, and that's not the way things yeah. are anymore. Yeah, things yeah. are
0: better, people are paid well, la, la, la.
2: Yeah. But for all of Cal's warts, Cal has been vocal about, let's abolish the NCAA, let's make our own schedules, let's redistribute the profits to the players. He's been for paying players.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: And yeah. and sort of, a, you know, he probably doesn't conceptualize it this way, but he has been for a, like a, a – revenue sharing kind of thing where all the schools get whatever profits go to, would go to the NCAA in terms of TV contracts and all this stuff, redistributed to all the schools. Let's have our own fucking term. like What do we need the NCAA for, really?
0: Yeah.
1: You know <clears throat> what I mean? And I tend to agree with that. So, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about this in comparison to the NFL. I wanted to talk about it in comparison to the shit that's going on with the National Anthem protest. Because there is this question of, like, there is this question it's really interesting because um it's ignited this like nationwide discourse. I I, I it's telling time. Every time every time like race gets like put into like the mainstream discourse it's pretty fascinating because there it becomes this immediately becomes this question of ownership. Like people are literally boycotting their favorite teams because their players are fucking disrespecting the flag or they're just you know what I mean like they have this idea that like um that's like uh you don't have the right to do that you know what I mean like we like we we own you pretty much or not maybe not in the sort of hard sense that um that we're thinking of but like at least in the sense that like this country has given you so much, I can't believe you would dare. Right. you're
0: performers. You are performing for us, and this is right. not what we told you you could do. Right, Dixie right. Chicks got the same shit. Right, 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 right. Exactly. <laughs> you're performers. Exactly. Get your life right. Yeah. We're yeah. paying you.
1: Exactly. And, yeah, um, yeah there's really nothing more profound. <laughs> well, not. I just think it's interesting. Because, like, even if you have a system in which players are getting paid, they're still not free to do... I mean, I don't know. I guess that's the inter- entertainment well, industry in general. I shouldn't...
2: Well, no, but that's the thing is is I think the broader point here is that the entertainment industry, which is disproportionately people of color, we don't view as workers uh-huh. because they tend to be compensated There's pretty fucking well, and like we think, okay, that's good enough. But look what's happening in the fucking NFL with uh, CTE and stuff like that. It's like... Yeah, coal miners, you know, 10 years ago were compensated pretty good, but at what cost? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Their fucking lungs are destroyed. They can't breathe. Their life expectancy is dramatically shorter. Same thing with this NFL stuff. Yeah. Like, did you see the article that came out about Aaron Hernandez?
1: Yeah.
0: No, tell me.
2: His brain, and on his autopsy, he had CTE
1: the likes that they'd only
2: seen in players in their (laughs) 60s.
1: Yeah, and I think mean, it was like 27, 28. This is
0: like the same thing with black lung. We are seeing it soar, soar through the roof in younger minors. Mm-hmm. And so these type of injuries, this is crazy, the parallels. I did not even thought of all these yeah. parallels. Yeah, but yeah. Um, we're seeing um, severe stages of black lung in really young minors that have only been working for seven or eight years.
1: Well, it's because they've, yeah, it's like, I, I hate to get on like a higher horse, but it's just, yeah, it's just because like, I mean, I don't have to tell y'all, it's just preaching to the choir, but um, there are no regulations it's no. cra- it's crazy when you really, like, there really aren't any regulations. Only two fucking years ago we lowered the dust standard. And even then, it's not even, like, they've eradicated black lung in Germany and shit. Yeah. Ch- they've eradicated black lung in other places. But yeah. it, the point is, is that, like... Again, she the choir.
0: But even the regulation there is, they do have. There's no accountability. They don't pay off somebody easy. And what regulation is there to keep young men men playing football and whatever the fuck? Well, what they
2: do is they they try to do like in-game stuff. Like if you make helmet-to-helmet contact, that's automatic ejection. Like that's supposed to be some kind of deterrent. Well, it's funny about that. It's like the damage has already occurred. You know what I mean? And that's not much of a deterrent. Now, these yeah. kids have played a gladiatorial sport their whole fucking lives. Well, like yeah. they probably got to the league with some degree of disease, just like a lot of these guys that are minors even if they've been in there a year or two probably have some degree of disease. Right. Mm-hmm. You know before it gets before it gets worse and the the other crazy part about this and the, and the parallel between the coal and the football thing is the owners and the governing bodies and all this stuff are in the pockets of well in, in the case of the NFL, they're in the pockets of the organization. So like the science comes out and they try to obscure it. Right. Or they say we're addressing this with like helmet technology and all this stuff. Right. Is it the same
1: shit with like mountain type removal? It's the same it's shit with mountain like, removal yeah. all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Or black lung or any of it. Yeah. Black lung or any
2: of it. But the bottom line is, is that if you are underground with no mask, with no nothing, no regulations, and you're breathing dust in, you're doing damage to your lungs. Yeah. No amount of Technology yeah. tweaks or padding or helmet tweaks can account for the fact that human beings' brains rattle in their skulls. And when they're hit repeatedly over and over again for years, it's going to do damage. Yeah. And there's no, there's nothing you can do to rectify that. But nobody wants to embrace that because there's huge money to be made in there yeah. you know and like you're talking about kids like you know i was thinking about colin kaepernick getting blackballed the other day you know it's absurd one that this guy led a team to the super bowl a couple of years ago and he's not got a contract like that like it's an ability it's thing it's not
1: well it, it's like you pointed out the other day um like it's like you pointed out the other day like there, it's actually pretty funny when you uh what are the only two leagues that anybody, like, the conservatives ever direct their rage at? NFL and the, and the NBA. NBA. And what do those two leagues look like? Well, they have the majority black. I mean, like, really, it's just like they, they do this pretzel logic to fucking... I'm not racist, I'm not racist. But, like, it's it's just so obvious. It's so apparent. Like, they're not getting mad at the fucking hockey players. Yeah. They're not getting mad at fucking tennis players or whatever. Yeah. I mean, or even the, baseball or players. Or even baseball players. Yeah, like, right, or baseball. The right, right, right. Broke or up. the
0: WNBA. Right. Yeah. It's always... Stepped out even earlier.
1: It's, yeah, it's, it is always, um, how dare you? You don't have that right. Like, uh, just fucking ignorance. It is just straight up. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and like Tony said, you look at the WNBA, who's been vocal in protesting well before any of this kicked off. But because they don't generate the same revenues, it's not yeah. looked at as a... Right.
0: Not a threat. It's not
2: a threat. Right. So like, you know, those girls can just do whatever they want to do. Right. Yeah, so it,
0: they don't have no control over my bottom line, over any they're not controlling any capitalist levers yeah. who gives a fuck about them
2: right it's it's interesting do you remember a few years ago when well there was two things that happened a few years ago one northwestern's football team was trying to unionize do you remember that yeah that was very interesting but then something else happened later that same season and the missouri football <coughs> team's protest yeah when they they just basically quit on this coach in 2015 like like that was after Ferguson yeah so yeah like 2014 or something I'm interested in this climate to see if that happens this season.
0: Well, even also right after – players have insane power as well. Um, Right after – I'm pretty sure it was shortly after Ferguson. um, What school was it where – um, they got their, they got their, pre- the, the school's president was fired in three days. Missouri. Because they quit playing. You're, that's what you're talking about, Missouri? Yeah. yeah. The, the pre- not just their coach didn't get fired, their president. I of think the their university. coach was
2: actually like, their coach was like with them in that protest. But I think like they said, we're not playing until you fire this guy because yeah. he was trying to silence some of the BLM stuff. Yeah. Because they didn't want to create a distraction. And that's, it took another, three that's another, that's another like sports world racist code yeah. word. Yeah. You don't want to be a distraction to your team, yeah. which is basically like, yeah, and play it was, football, black man. Right, and, that's and it was
0: a very simple numbers game that coach made like, or that that president made like three million a year or something. Yeah, and or six, uh, I think it was like six hundred thousand a year or something. And that game cost three million dollars. Yeah, them them not playing that game one fucking game or something. I yeah. don't know what it was going to cost three million dollars, and so they just like crunched it, fired his ass. Yeah. That's a pretty, getting a, a fucking major university's president ousted, I, I was pretty um, shocked when all that shook out. And I'm actually pretty surprised that more, we didn't see more um, ripple from that. Yeah. And similar tactics. Because um, especially, I mean.
2: We may see that this year. I'm still holding out hope.
0: Students have, you know, so much power because they are literally Should are running universities, but student players, student athletes, especially for these big D one schools,
2: right? They're workers, yeah, incredible
0: labor power,
2: yeah, yep. They're not getting compensated, but they hold the levers to millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what happened if Alabama refused to take the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. If Kentucky basketball refused to take the,
0: do you think Coach Cal would go with them? He'd be with the team.
2: I think what Cal would do is sweet-talk him into doing some half-ass protest. Like, I don't think he would say, like, you're going to stay in, but I think he would be like, you know, like the Dallas Cowboys did last week. Like, they stood for the anthem, and then they all took a knee. It's just like, you're missing the whole fucking point. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, right. (laughs) Like, okay, yeah, it's better than nothing, sure. Yeah,
0: like, the whole team will do this, and the coach will do it with you if you do it this way. Right. Eat a dick.
2: Yeah. Which is, like, even, like, the funnier thing about, like, Kaepernick. It's like Kaepernick, you know, he sat out the National Anthem, and then, like, this Navy SEAL, like, talked to him. He's like, well, have your, what about this? Like, you know, if you took a knee, maybe that would sit better with people, and you would still get your point across. And Kaepernick made that concession, and they still hate him for it. You know what I mean? Like, he still actually, he didn't have to do that. No. But he did, you know, and it's just, it's just interesting. I, I think that uh, in 30 or 40 years, Kaepernick will be kind of like, Muhammad Ali or or Martin Luther King is like when they're dead everybody loved them you know what I mean yeah yeah or like later on in their life everybody loved them but while they were alive
0: they only love them once they're able to you know as you said whitewash their history clean them up a
2: little bit and yeah.
0: just and they're almost they're already doing this to Kaepernick honestly they're already saying that this is a like uh, uh protest against Trump did I say his name wrong
1: no no. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> you were I was, I was like, looking at you, like
0: good point. <laughs> like they they're saying that this is a Trump protest when this was a a protest against police brutality. Right. right. It was they're like, already he started this, this, this when Obama
1: right. was in office. Yeah. The libs yeah. are already whitewashing it. You're right. yeah, yeah, they are. You're right. Yeah, it's not a well fucking on their
0: Trump way. protest. Fuck Trump.
2: Yeah. And not everything's about Trump. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. You police are right.
0: have long been murdering and Disappearing people from the streets into jail cells, and they will after Trump is in prison. Hopefully, I don't know wherever the fucking ends if up. If Trump like is in psycho. prison, <laughs>
1: <laughs> hopefully, circumstances will have changed to where cops are no longer shooting people. <laughs> yes. We'll see. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, I did hear. Um, we're already at an hour, but uh, wow, and there's a um. But when we're off air, I want to tell you a lot about Vegas, especially you, Tom. I need to talk to you about Vegas. You can tell us
1: about it on air if you want. No, I
0: don't want to get into it. Plus, the last time I shared about my vacation, we nearly broke up, so I don't want to repeat that. But anyway, uh, Fair enough. One, I was in a cab. From my penthouse window, we could see the Trump Tower. And it, And when I got close to it, I got close to it because I went and waited in line and uh, bought legal weed for the first time.
1: Oh. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. It, Nevada just went legal for recreational Interesting. use. I didn't know that epic, But uh, anyway, um, so I was really close to the Trump Tower, and it's really gold. I'd never seen a Trump Tower before. It looks like I a big penny. Yeah, it so does. It really it's like so. super gold. I'd never been near a Trump Tower. And then on the cab right away, I was kind of talking to the guy about it, because in in Las Vegas, it's really weird. The Trump Tower is kind of off by itself. It's mm-hmm. not It's not on the Strip. It's like away. And then there are just flat areas around it where you could yeah. build, but they haven't. And the guy said that those were all the – cab, the cabbie said that those were all –
2: Um, Yeah, you walk behind there not far. The desert's right there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You see (laughs) the desert hills from the strip. It's bizarre. But the cabbie said that all of these flat places were projects that got started and then bankrupt in 2008 during the recession. Oh, wow. And so, and they still haven't recovered or whatever. Like nothing has come out from there, which is pretty crazy for me just, just thinking about how much money circulates in there. But the Trump Tower is the only, it's basically the only tower or building anywhere around there that doesn't have a casino in it. Now, do you know why there's no casino in why? Trump Tower? Cause that's what the cabbie said. He said that in the, in, uh, the state of Nevada, no one who has ever bankrupted a casino before is allowed to open a casino in no Nevada. shit. And t- Donald Trump right. bankrupt a, a few. <laughs> more than one. right?
1: In like Atlantic City and shit.
0: And in Jersey like several. Yeah. yeah he's bankrupt yeah. so he can't have a casino in his in his tower. It's just a hotel. Yeah. It's the only <laughs> hotel in Las Vegas with no casino. He's such a fucking Has our idiot. fucking president's name on it. I was a very I was having a very re- emotional reaction to it and our uh, our cabbie said he said and if you bankrupt a casino casino you're just a fucking idiot
1: <laughs> i was <gonna> literally <laughs> thinking that same That's like thing it's like fishing with dynamite yeah if in you
0: face. bankrupt Ugh. and i mentioned this to my aunt who's a trump supporter she really supports pence more than anybody but man, what's even, it's even worse because she's from indiana uh but i said i just was relaying this message from the cabbie to her and she said plenty of people have bankrupt casinos <laughs> plenty of
2: fine great businessmen.
0: Okay. God damn it! What is
1: fucking wrong with people? Yeah, but isn't
0: that crazy? The only hotel in Las Vegas without a casino is, is Trump Tower. Jesus.
2: I, I knew when I was in Vegas, there was this little girl that was in the class I was an aide in, <laughs> and her name's uh, Greta Ortega Reyes. I'll never forget her. She was Cuban, and her parents had both been doctors in Cuba, mm-hmm. like and done all this like humanitarian work all over the world, like in Africa and all these different places. And they had moved to Las Vegas because like just basically they you know like they needed to make some money. they were like all this stuff was happening, and uh they were uh they were uh housekeepers in wow. in the Trump hotel, and I thought that was just fucking mm-hmm. I Doctors. think about that from time to time now. thanks for shaking out these people doing all this great work, and they're cleaning houses for this fucking mud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think we got a sewed.
2: I think we got one. We got a soad? We jumped all over the place, but I think it's pretty good. There's some good nuggets off there, out there. It's mostly
0: sports. You got your sports episode, buddy. Sports Bobby. of
2: all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> a horse is a horse, of course, of course.
0: <laughs> sports ball bullshit.
1: Dang. Well, all right. Well, then, then this is the end of the episode. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll t-
0: visit our Patreon. <laughs> yeah.
1: Good, Tanya. A good Drop one. Drop a couple of Anything? singles off while you're there.